Hey there, everybody. Welcome on into a Mock Draft Monday here at the Locked On Patriots Podcast. Mark Schofield back into the big chair for today, Monday, April 15th, 2019. It is tax day for the great majority of you. However, for those of you up in the New England area, it might be one of the best days of the year. Patriots Day. That's right. One of the best days of the year up in the Boston area. Area You get a Boston Marathon. You get a Red Sox game. It's just one of those fun days up in the Boston area that certainly makes me miss being back home. But we have some work to do today. It is a Mock Draft Monday. And what we're doing today... We are doing another mock draft over at Fanspeak. We are using Matt Miller's most recent big board released on April 10th. We are working our way through a draft which will have some trades. I'll get to the first one in a moment. We are having the other teams use multiple boards to give it some sort of uncertainty with the number of picks that are going to be made. And we're doing it on the difficult setting. So before we do anything, however... A reminder to follow me on Twitter at Mark Schofield. Check out the work at places like InsideThePylon.com, Pro Football Weekly, The Score, Matt Waldman's Rookie Scouting Portfolio, Big Blue View, Bleeding Green Nation, where I co-host the QB Sco Show, and of course, Pat's Pulpit, that trio of SB Nation websites. Let's dive into it right now, and believe it or not, the New England Patriots are on the clock here in the first round, but it is not at 32. It is at 17. Making a move to get up in the first round. Switching picks in the first round with the New York Giants. And in addition, the cost to get up from 32 to 17 had to include the first of the two second rounders and the third third rounder that the Patriots have in this draft. But the reason we go up, well, we go up to get the tight end. We move up to 17 and we get TJ Hawkinson, tight end from Iowa. And I'm not so sure... If 17 is where they would need to get to, but I found a willing trade and partner there. And I will say, having done some simulations, I've seen the Giants go tight end at 17 in these. So rather than run the risk that the Giants draft the tight end that we want, we go ahead and we draft TJ Hawkinson. That means the Patriots just have one other pick here in the second round. Rather than having the two second rounders, we just have the one at the end of the second round. And so what I'm curious to see is how the board sort of falls at a couple of different positions of need. Mostly safety and wide receiver. Some positions where the Patriots might want to make a pick early in the second round, but having traded up and given up that first second rounder in the second round, how will the board look when the Patriots come back on the clock at 64? Now, we've gotten some good players in this spot before, usually at the wide receiver position, but having gone wide receiver, we might go in a different direction. And so we are on the clock now at 64. And at positions of need, let's look first at wide receiver. Kelvin Harvin, J.J. Ortega at Whiteside, Miles Boykin, they are all there, as well as Emmanuel Hall and Jalen Hurd. Those five players are all players that have sort of been linked to the New England Patriots. And a little bit later, Andy Isabella is on the board as well. So there's a potential you could go to that position. Another position of need, Edge. Polite from Florida, Chase Winovich. And then it sort of dips off a bit. Maybe DeAndre Walker from Georgia. But it does sort of thin out. So that might have to be the move here. Seeing how this board has fallen. Also at the safety spot, Darnell Savage, Amani Hooker, and Mike Bell. Those are some safeties still on the board. Of course, Saquon Hampton as well from Rutgers. Some players that have been linked to the Patriots. With Patrick Chun's extension, maybe it's not quite the need we think it is, but I still think they want to address that position. Of course, you know, I'll mention a quarterback. Stidham, Jackson, Greer, Thorson, Finley, Minshew, Rippon, Stick. All obviously on the board. 
Interestingly enough, looking at Matt Miller's most recent big board, Ryan Finley's number 216 overall. Brett Rippon has now dropped to 227. Seems Rippon's moving in the wrong direction right now, or maybe the right direction if you want to see him come off the board late to the Patriots. And so here we are at 64, and I think because of the way things have fallen, we're going to address edge. Polite scares me a bit some of the tests and some of the other f- stuff. So Chase Winovich from Michigan, that will be the pick here at 64. So that gives us TJ Hawkinson and Chase Winovich coming out of the first two rounds. Now let's go into that third round selection here. We've got two picks to make. Remember, we gave up the second third rounder in that trade to move up to 17 to get TJ Hawkinson. So the Patriots are on the clock now. And now the first of their two third rounders. This is a pick 73. Interestingly enough, two players we've been keeping an eye on. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and Jared Stidham. Both have just come off the board. And so that's interesting to watch. So let's look at the board right now. Some positions of need. We'll start with the safety spot here. And looking back at the safety board now. All the players we've looked at are still here. Savage, Hooker. Mike Bell. They're still here, and so I feel like we could probably get one of the safeties that we would target one of those three guys if we wait a little bit at this position. We've addressed edge, defensive line. Dexter Lawrence is here. Interestingly enough, Matt Miller has him graded as player 75 overall, so I'm going to give that some serious consideration here. That might be a nice little selection for the New England Patriots. And then a wide receiver, Miles Boykin, Emmanuel Hall, Jalen Hurd, Andy Isabella. So they're all basically here. It's just Artega Whiteside that has come off the board like we just talked about. And so we're going to make a value pick here. Defensive line, it is kind of a position of need. And Dexter Lawrence, I think he could be a first-round pick. You know, Matt Miller has him graded 75th overall. I think he could come off the board earlier. So to get him here at the 73 spot, I'm fine with that. So Dexter Lawrence, he will be the pick here at 73. So in a minute, Patriots will be on the clock. Ooh, Savage just came off the board to the Falcons at 79. And then Miles Boykin comes off at 81. Emmanuel Hall at 84. So that's going to be a tricky little spot there at that spot. And there's Amarni Hooker at 90. Zach Allen at 91. Khalid Warren at 93. So this is an interesting spot of the draft. So the Patriots back on the clock here at 97. So we've addressed tight end, defensive line, and edge. At the wide receiver spot, this is a player that has been linked to the Patriots. He was just in for a visit, kind of a converted running back. Jalen Hurd at 106 over Andy Isabella. Maybe this is a bit of a head-scratcher of a decision here, but with the way the Patriots have been trending at this position, getting him in for a meeting, I think this one makes some sense. So we'll go Jalen Hurd here at 97. So that will do it for the day one and day two picks. Just to sort of recap, what have we done so far? Well, we traded up in the first round to grab TJ Hawkinson. We traded with the New England with the New York Giants to get that 17th overall selection. We get Hawkinson. That we had to give up one of the second rounders and then that last third rounder. So with the second, second rounder, the one we still had at 64, Chase Winovich from Michigan. Then Dexter Lawrence, the defensive lineman from Clemson. We get him with the first third round pick. And then the second, third round pick, Jalen Hurd from Baylor. Up next, we'll do some of the day two picks, probably the round four and round six one. And then we'll close it out a little bit later with the picks in the seventh round. That's all ahead on this Mock Draft Monday here at Locked On Patriots. 
Mark Schofield back with you now on this Mock Draft Monday installment of the Locked On Patriots podcast. And New England Patriots are now headed into day three. We've got a pick in the fourth, a pick in the sixth, and two in the seventh. And if you remember the last time we did this, trying to get up into the fifth round is a bit of a tricky proposition, but I'm still probably going to try that. But let's get things going here. The clock is running here as we start day three. And Remember, we've got Hawkinson, Winovich, Lawrence, and Hurd. So the positions I want to hit at this point would be safety, offensive line, and quarterback. Like, I want to make sure we come out with at least a couple of options there. And then potentially another tight end if the board falls the right way. And there are some guys that we are looking at. And so that's kind of what I've got in mind I would be fine at this point with almost any quarterback not named Chase Clayton Thorson, so I would be okay with that. Now, the Patriots are on the clock here at 134. It's the last pick in the fourth round. Now, the tricky part here is we won't be on the clock again until six, and we've seen how tough it is to sort of get up and get a guy. As far as quarterbacks left, it's Finley, it's Minshew, it's Rip, and it's Stick. We kind of know how this is going to go. Most of the good guys might be gone by the fourth round. Clayton Thorson just came off the board at 132. Some of the other quarterbacks that went, Will Greer at 115. And so quarterback now, you're looking at one of the later round guys. So that's how that position is gone. What's left at wide receiver? David Sills, Hunter Renfro, Gary Jennings, Stanley Morgan, Tyree Brady, Greg Dortch. So there are some options there as well. But I'm going to come back to the tight end position. This is a guy I'm surprised to see him here. Since he is, I'm going to draft him. Jay Sternberger from Texas A&M. He is still on the board here, pick 134. Now, Matt Miller has him graded 123 overall. So on this simulator, it might make some sense that he's still here. I'm surprised to see him on the board at the end of the fourth. So I'm going to just draft him. It's still a position of need, so I'm okay doing that. Now, tricky part becomes we've got some needs And some players that might not be there when we pick again. So as this simulator runs, I'm probably going to try to get myself up into the fifth round somehow. Which, as we've seen, has been a bit difficult. For example, a player that I might want to keep an eye on here is Adoga, the offensive tackle from USC. I might want to get up and get him because there's no way he's going to be available for me. So now we're going to try to trade up and draft Chuma Aduga from USC. And we've done it. We've moved up. We've traded up with the Atlanta Falcons to be on the clock here. And this is selection 152. What did we have to give up? Well, we gave up our first seventh round pick as well as a future fourth rounder to move up, get a pick in the fifth round, and we're going to draft an offensive tackle. Make sure we do that. Make sure we address that position. So we're going to draft Chuma Aduga from USC. So now we've addressed offensive line. Maybe not the player that people would have in mind. Maybe people would think, you know, a Mitch Hyatt or a William Sweet perhaps, or maybe a Tyler Jones. But I wanted to make sure we at least got out of here with an option at the offensive tackle spot. And now we've got four picks left and a couple of ways we could go. We still want to get quarterback, obviously. Safety has really sort of thinned out. Marvin Tell from USC is perhaps the only big name type safety left on the board and he's still probably a seventh round type guy so we might want to address that there's still some running back talent left if we do want to go that direction Zagbo from Nebraska is still on the board Karan Hidgen from Michigan Miles Gaskin Benny Snell Bruce Anderson from NDSU so there's some running back talent we could address wide receiver still has some names on the board LaJordan Humphrey from Texas 
Demarcus Launch from Mississippi, and Penny Hart from Georgia State. Those are some names there, but it's sort of thinned out a bit. And then, of course, the quarterback position. Finley, Minshew, Rip, and Stick, all still available. So let's kick off the sixth round here. And this is going to be, as I like to say across the pond, a little bit of squeaky bump time. Because we are starting with pick 174. Finley, Minshew, Rip, and Stick are all in that you know, 216 to 222 range, stick 290 on Matt Miller's board. So this might get a little dicey seeing what quarterback we come out of this with. Now, I feel pretty confident that Rippon should be there by the time we get to be on the clock here, but maybe not. Zigbo just went at 181 to the Bills. Gaskin just went at 184 to the Lions. Hidgen to the Bengals at 183. So some of these guys we're liking starting to come off the board here. Marvin Tell, the safety, he just goes at 195. So, again, a little scary seeing some of these guys go. Now, the Patriots are on the clock. And at the quarterback position, all the guys we have listed, Finley, Minshew, Rippon, and Stick, they are still here. So, I'm going to draft one of them. Now, you know how I feel about Brett Rippon. And you know how I feel about Ryan Finley. Like, I think those are two guys in the Patriots mold. And I would be fine with either of them, especially the pick 205. I'm going to go with a guy I like. I'm going to go with Brett Rippon. So that will be the pick here at 205. And so that leaves us with linebacker, running back, and safety as sort of stated team needs left for the New England Patriots. And with the players we've drafted, I think we've done a pretty good job. But we can take some round seven flyers on those positions because they're not immediate need type of positions. So I'm okay sort of you know, drafting some guys at the, those positions in the seventh round with you know potential. And so that's how we're going to approach it. We're going to approach those picks here in the seventh round, looking at some guys with some upside. We want to come out of it with a linebacker or a running back and a safety unless somebody surprisingly has really fallen and we just feel we can't pass up the value. And so we'll have those three seventh round picks up next on this Mock Draft Monday. Mark Schofield back with you now. Going to close out this Mock Draft Monday here in the Locked on Patriots podcast. And... We've got our way through six of the seven rounds. We have three picks left. Part of the reason why we have three picks left is because we traded one of those seventh round picks in a move to get up and to draft an offensive tackle. So Juma Oduga, he is part of the reason why we only have three seventh round picks here, but we moved up to get a fifth round pick to draft him the offensive tackle out of USC. Also to sort of recap where we were at headed into these final three picks. Traded up in the first round, moved from 32 to 17. We gave up that first, second round pick and the third, third round pick in the process. Traded with the Giants to get TJ Hawkins and the tight end from Iowa. Then with the second round pick, the one at 64, the one we still have, Chase Winovich, the edge from Michigan. Then in the third round, we have two picks, one in the ninth spot in the third round and the one at pick 33 in the third round. First one, Dexter Lawrence, defensive tackle from Clemson. And then Jalen Hurd, the wide receiver from Baylor. Then in the fourth round, with him still there at the board at the end of the fourth round, I felt the value was too good to pass up. Jay Sternberger from Texas A&M, the tight end. Then, like we mentioned, Schumann Aduga, the offensive tackle from USC. And then finally, the last pick we've made, the last pick of the sixth round, Brett Rippon, quarterback, Boise State. Now we come into the seventh round. We have three picks, pick 29 in the seventh, pick 32, and pick 38. Now needs that we still kind of want to address, linebacker, running back, and safety. And so let's see what we can do, do a little value picking here. And we'll address linebacker here, Dre Greenlaw from Arkansas. We will make him the pick in the seventh round with the 29th pick in the seventh round to address that linebacker spot. We'll be on the clock here right away. Another pick 
Another position we might want to address still is safety. So we'll go Mark McLaurin from Mississippi State, the safety. That gives us the safety need. And now finally, want to address the running back position. And this is a name that I've seen a bunch of times in these mocks. He's always available in this spot. LJ Scott, running back from Michigan State. If he had been able to come out after his freshman season, he would have been you know, an earlier pick. But we're getting him at the end of this draft, at the end of the seventh round. And so that will do it. And so, let's recap. We made two trades. One, in the first round, we send our pick at 32, the second round pick 24th in the second round, and then the third round pick 37th in the third round. So it was the first, second rounder, and the third, third rounder. Those go to the Giants. We get pick 17 overall. We get TJ Hawkinson. Then we also draft Chase Winovich, at 64 overall, the edge from Michigan. 73 overall, Dexter Lawrence. That's the ninth pick in the third round. Jalen Hurd at pick 97, the 33rd pick in the third round. And then into the day three picks, we get Jay Sternberger to sort of open up our picks on day three. Pick 134 overall, 32nd pick in the fourth round. And then we make the other trade. We trade with the Atlanta Falcons. We send them a future fourth rounder as well as a pick in the seventh round, that 25th pick in the seventh round. We get that 14th pick in the fifth round. We draft Chuma Aduga, the offensive tackle from USC. And then at the end of the sixth round, Brett Rippon, the quarterback from Boise State. And we close things out with Dre Greenlaw, the linebacker from Arkansas, Malcolm McLaurin, the safety from Mississippi State, and running back L.J. Scott. So that will do it for this mock. We have one mock draft Monday left before the real thing. And that's going to be my final mock. It's going to be like this. And I want to hear final mocks from all of you. Didn't get that many mocks sent in, so I just did mine today. If we get some more mocks, maybe I'll do those on a Tuesday mock draft roundup show, which I'm planning to do. But I do want everybody's final mocks in for the final mock draft Monday before the draft, which will be next Monday. So get those in. Get those picks in. Let's have some fun as we get ready for the real thing. That will do it for today. I will be back tomorrow doing sort of a mock draft roundup show. We're going to look at some fir- some first round mocks. We're going to look at some recent mocks, you know, looking at Patriot stuff. So that will be Tuesday's show. And then Wednesday and Thursday, we'll do some more positional breakdowns. Friday's going to be another Who Won the Week plus our first Game of Thrones recap type show. Yeah, we're going to do a little bit of that to close out the Fridays now. So that's the schedule of the week ahead. Until next time, keep it locked right here to me, Mark Schofield and Locked on Patriots.